0: Tim Sheehy always takes care of business. He's the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Hey, Tim, thanks for being with us.
1: John, good to be with you.
0: Um, I kind of had an inkling maybe something was up yesterday because you have been closely involved in a lot of the discussions around shared revenue and the possibility of Milwaukee having permission to increase taxes. You've been very involved, and you've actually physically been in Madison a lot. And then yesterday, um, you had something come up in the afternoon. This came at the same time that Robin Voss was saying this needs to get done now, and Senator Lemahieu, the majority leader, was saying this needs to get done now or it's not going to. When did you know that this was going to get done?
1: Well, late last night. And, you know, the way I would, the way I would start this is by saying that, you know, Governor Evers, Speaker Voss, and Majority Leader Lemahieu really put aside their differences to reach a compromise that put Wisconsin first. And for all the animosity that's gone back and forth over the years, I I think this is really a historic agreement when it comes to both what they did with shared revenue, the sales tax, and uh, the K-12 package that's rolling out. I'm going to
0: ask you one more question about logistics, and then we do want to actually talk about, you know, the bulk of what's in this thing. Uh, Did Voss and Lemehue's threats to strip those Milwaukee provisions out work? Did that move this to the finish line?
1: Yeah, the way I would describe this, it's almost like a, it's almost like if you were having a family argument in your driveway and all the neighbors could listen to you, they would think what a dysfunctional family you have. <laughs> but but you come to an agreement, and so this is part of the negotiating process between the three of them. And we don't always have to like how it happens, but the point is, I think they got to a really good decision together across political lines.
0: So. It will not have to go to referendum if the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County want to raise or implement a sales tax. It does not have to go to referendum. How big a deal is that provision?
1: It's a big deal. You know, here's the way to look at it. You know, the shared revenue increase means that every community across Wisconsin will get a minimum 20% increase. Um, and that kind of scratches the 20-year itch where there hasn't been any increase in shared revenue. The second thing that everybody needs to know is that that shared revenue will increase with the sales tax revenue. So there's growth built in in the future. And then for Milwaukee, it looks like the city will get a 2% sales tax increase and the county will get a 0.4% sales tax increase. But they're both dedicated to getting rid of the pension liability that exists and investing in public safety. And so I'm a firm believer that the mayor and the county executive, the common council, and the county board were elected to make these difficult decisions. And now they're going to have to make that decision with what looks like to be, you know, a two thirds vote, uh, or a three sorry, a three quarters vote by both the county board and the common council. And I think that makes sure that we're all held accountable to the taxpayers.
0: Tim Sheehy is with us on WTMJ. Tim, I'm going to be fascinated to see how those two governing bodies work because there are things in there that they really don't like at all. They were told how they can and cannot spend money. Resource officers have to go back into schools. Like you said, it was a compromise, but there are things in there clearly that some members of the Common Council and County Board will not like. Do you believe there's a possibility that there might not be enough votes in one of those to get this desperately needed tax increase or implementation through?
1: Yeah, I certainly don't think we take any votes on the Common Council or the county board for granted. People are going to have concerns, but my answer would be we've been kicking this can down the road for 20 years. The next kick goes off the cliff. So as difficult as this package is, and and there are things in here that people don't like, the answer to a vote no on this is drastic 25% cuts in city and county services, and I think nobody wants to sign up for that vote.
0: Tim, how long can we enjoy this progress? When's the next time we're going to wrangle with shared revenue?
1: Well, I think the legislature is going to view that we're not going to wrangle with shared revenue for decades. Um, Now, that may not prove to be true, but I think this puts, um, puts the car down the road for at least a decade. It doesn't solve all the fiscal problems. But again, if I look back over the past 20 years, that's why I call this historic. We've gotten two parties, two different parties in the governor's office and the legislature to work with the mayor and the county executive. who are selfless and tireless on this to come up with an answer that really does give us significant breathing room here in Milwaukee.
0: Tim, it seems there have been three things that have been front and center and all being worked on at the same time. One is the budget and the traditional standalone parts of the budget. The second was shared revenue and help for Milwaukee. The third was funding for the ballpark. Now that shared revenue is done, does that allow efforts to be more concentrated on how to get funding done for American Family Field?
1: It it, it certainly does because it removes the mystery of how much the city and county have if they're asked to contribute, and it also clears away... Um, major issues so the legislature can finish the budget and then start to focus on how to fund uh, an extension for for the lease for the team.
0: You know, it cracks me up that both sides reach this agreement and then take shots at each other. And this is an historic agreement. This is a really big deal, especially for Milwaukee, which drives the economic engine in the state of Wisconsin. Do you sense that there's more a sense of relief that this is done than joy?
1: well i'm certainly joyful but i also get the the, um i also get the fatigue the deal fatigue that goes on uh when you work on something like this for for months and in some cases for years so i think maybe what you're hearing is a little bit of deal fatigue but at the end of the day when we look back at this in five years i think people are going to recognize again that the governor the speaker the majority leader put put aside their differences and made a really good decision, not only for Milwaukee but for the state of Wisconsin.
0: Well, Tim, you've been there with a the front-row seat. Now you can have some joy that the shared revenue has been settled. What other good news is on your is on your radar?
1: Yeah, the other good news is almost going unseen as this has been discussed, and that is again I'm going to use the word historic twice, uh, and that's a historic investment in, in K-12 um both in terms of uh, public school funding and in terms of kind of closing the gap for kids that are in choice and charter schools who are funded at thousands of dollars less so i I think the governor gets a big win here he gets per pupil increases he gets an increase in special ed for all the public school students across the state and then for the uh, schools that are um, accepting kids uh, on on vouchers or into independent charters they get a big, big boost and so I think this is the hidden good news in this discussion, again, if this holds up, that we're putting our money where our mouth is when it comes to, you know, supporting the future talent that we need to grow our economy.
0: Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Always great perspective. Thank you, Tim.
1: Yeah, thanks for the
0: opportunity.